enhance it even more. Listening to Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode 271 for March 4th, 2021. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. Nick here. Hello. Hey. Welcome back, everyone. Nico is on a PC now. I am. I'm a PC guy. You're a PC guy. Are you, I've come out of the PC dude, closet. I'm Adele. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just very happy to finally uh, express my true self. Yeah. When are you gonna When are you gonna drop your iPhone now? Oh, that's that's not gonna. Happen. Yeah, that is not gonna happen <laughs> for me either. I am iPhone guy to the end. I will be honest. I love my PC. I I, uh, I built it about a week ago. Uh, Rob was there with me every step of the way. It was very helpful. Thank you, by the way. Yeah, Rob, you're welcome. For that. Yeah. Appreciate that. Um, and and I love it, and it's a great machine, and I don't have any complaints, but. Every once in a while, it'll be like, oh, I got a text message. I can just, like, respond on the... Com- oh, wait. Yeah. I, I, I love like- my Mac for that. Yes. Like, my daily driver is my MacBook Pro. Uh, yeah. When I'm not at work. I mean, at work, I have to use PCs, which is fine. I don't I don't mind that at all. There are times I'm at work, and I'm going, yeah, it'd be nice to have a Mac right now for a few things. But uh, if I'm setting on my couch or in bed, my daily driver is my MacBook yeah, and I still use my MacBook Pro quite a bit as yeah. well because, yeah. like, I like having all of my notes in one place. Yeah. I, I use the Notes app all the time. Yep. I'm a big Notes app guy, so I like being able to have that on a bunch of different devices. And well, and then I also have a Mac Mini here in my house, and actually, that's what we I record the backup recording on that I can remote in from school if I'm texting, doing a lot of texting. Uh, I can remote into that and just text through my Mac Mini from school. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I get you. I I love having having the uh, chaotic clusterfuck of none of my technology communicating with each other. <laughs> I love it, and a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. A lot of people think like it's very invasive having everything sync up. And oh, it's I like, don't like that at all. I don't, you know, what why, what are you scared of with that? Like what 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 don't you like? It's so handy. I don't like that. <laughs> Not a good answer. I, I know like my that. my brother says the same thing. It's like he he does he has a Mac, but he doesn't get his text messages on his MacBook. What? Yeah, because he believes that the phone is a separate device, and like <laughs> that is the phone for texting. Oh, and if I'm on the computer, I don't want to be bothered with text messages. That's insane. I remember when uh, Apple announced con- they call it continuity for all of all of you Apple geeks out there. And I was so excited that, you know, on across all my devices, I could get I could send and receive text messages, you know, to people like Nick, who's green. Yes. Uh, Oh, you ugly puke green motherfucker. Green people. Here's the thing. Like, if that was a tactic to try to convince people to get iPhones, it doesn't work because it's like it's definitely a you problem. The fact no, that my text messages show that... up on your screen green, that's a you problem. It doesn't bother me because I don't see it that way. Yeah, but it's... I can change your text messages to be whatever the fuck color I want. The world is green to you. Yeah, the world. Yeah, you're living the you're, you're living life through roll, green colored glasses. What is that? We hear Wh- whose that. phone is ringing into the podcast? Right oh, now. that's that's. Uh... Oh wow, is that oh, your continuity no! coming into play? Is that? Oh, we found a flaw. We, we found continuity. <laughs> 
<laughs> and this Rob is why I don't like my technology talking so, to each okay, other. I this now right have here. my. So this is what's happening. I have my soundboard hooked up to my MacBook now. And the MacBook into the board, into my mixer. Ah. So now when I get a FaceTime call, as I just did from my father, who's in the hospital, <laughs> and I just hung up on him, <laughs> by the way, I just want to let you guys know where my priorities are. Okay, so so the soundboard, <laughs> which I use for things like, which we both use for things like this. You idiot. And, I don't know right. if I like that line. And I can also, you know. Yeah. You idiot. I don't know if I like that line. <laughs> uh, Thank you both for that. That's going through your MacBook. Right. Ah, I see. Yeah. So it's a whole thing. So now also I can pull up audio clips or YouTube videos much like you do. Right. Uh, but the flaw is, of course, because everything is synchronized, my FaceTime calls show up. Uh, and, my, and I also MacBook. have that. I mean, my Mac Mini is hooked into the soundboard so that I can take phone calls on the show, as can you. Yes. I mean, it's, well, do you have audio back to your MacBook so that you could have two-way communication? Um, no, I do not. See, there's there's the kicker. I do have two way communication back to my Mac Mini so that we could take live calls through my phone if we needed to. I suppose there could be a way to do that. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to get a buddy on the phone and I can get a buddy on the yeah. phone, then now we're <laughs> yeah, we can just have a six way call. Right. I could call <laughs> my mommy right now. We could have we could have mommy on the phone. Yeah, no, we have we like could, better we than FaceTime C-Span. your dad on the podcast. Is that from we the probably hospital? should? Yeah, we probably shouldn't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, apparently I've I've put uh, this podcast over the the health and well being of my father. Well, I've so. put this podcast over the health and well being of myself. So that's true. You're not I, feeling well. <laughs> I'm not feeling well. I'm having another issue with my tummy. Mm. My tummy is a little bit rumbly. <laughs> So is my toilet for that matter, but (laughs) (laughs) But Nick apparently we were talking about this beforehand. This is like a roaming pain It's like that the pain will show up in in your chest and then your your butt and all over the place I've had it like it's on the left side like at the bottom of my rib cage is where it 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 uh, It really originates from but then it'll disappear and then it'll show up Maybe right here underneath my neck on my left side. Mm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. that'll disappear and it'll be in my shoulder blades. And then mm-hmm. that'll disappear and it'll go into like the lower abdomen on my left or right side. Mm. It's a, So I don't know what the fuck it is. And I had blood work done Tuesday. Today's Thursday, right? I had blood uh, work done Tuesday and everything was normal. See, I'm just getting a phone call too. But see, it's not ringing into my fucking system. <laughs> that could not have been timed more perfectly it could have been <laughs> it was incredible comedically it was great i get it all right i get it uh, it's not the howard stern show in this in suburban <laughs> connecticut home uh so i had blood work done everything came back normal there were a couple things that were a bit off high scale on their normal range but the doctor said these are you know, easily explainable to your situation and nothing to worry about. Um, so my blood work is showing nothing. So if, I think it's like a, I think it's an angry ghost with like a little needle. It <laughs> might be. Maybe it's somebody with a voodoo doll of me. He's just, ooh. ooh. Yeah. yeah. 
that. That's probably yeah. it. I can think of a few people that would have a Rob Voodoo. Yeah, doll. oh, for sure. But how they make me shit my brains out. I'm not sure how you do that on a Voodoo doll. Just squeeze. I guess. Yeah, I don't know that It's like a spell. tube of toothpaste, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I, and I hate to sound crass and gross, but here we are on our oh, explicit no. show. My legs go. are weak today. I mean... I spent so much time on the turlet yesterday. <laughs> I was going to say, your legs are weak. I've, I mean... Someone had a wild night oh last night. Oh, my God. I mean, my I, I've had my legs hurt after sex, but nothing like this. <laughs> what's that Ariana Grande song? Got me walking side to side. Is that what's happening today? No, not quite that bad. So I was at the doctor Tuesday and I went back again yesterday because I was absolutely miserable. And I was in at home and in bed by 530 p.m. last night thinking, well, I hope my mom and dad can get access to my money after they read my will. Because this is it, folks. (laughs) Am I not in the will? No, you're not. And not until mom and dad are gone. Mom and dad get everything if I die first. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Nico's playing the over under. Yeah. <laughs> pretty fucked up. He's playing the odds. <laughs> um, and I told my parents, uh, this is morbid too, but we've had this conversation. I said, you know, if anything happens to me and you guys are still alive, I says two things. I says, one, cremate me. I want, to, I don't I, take me, you know, when you die, bury my ashes with you. I don't care. But cremate me. I do not want to be a body laying in a cemetery. And number two, (laughs) number two, you spend every goddamn dime of my money on yourself. I says, I don't care what you get. I said, you have to spend it before you're dead and gone. I said, and it's every penny. Uh, and those cool. are, those Vegas, are my, baby. Those Vegas. are my rules. Those are my rules. <laughs> you are just gonna send your parents through a drug-addled binger. I, I don't care. I don't it's care. Like Brewster's millions, you gotta spend all this cash before they go. Let to the them grave. have it. See, that's I, it. I want my skin to be dried and turned into volleyballs. Nice. Ooh, that's creative. Never heard that one yeah. before. That's pretty sick. I don't know what the market is for skin-covered volleyballs, though, are in the world. I'm not sure. Well, give them to orphans. I mean, oh, they'll okay. take what they can get. Yeah. Oh, I would love to be just like a football used in an NFL regulation game. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my that God. Be? I mean, they're using pig skins. Why yeah. not us? Yeah. Well, yeah. Why not people skin? Come yeah. on, NFL. Feed me to the lions of, of the Sahara. Yeah. You know, feed me back to the circle of life. And use my skin in the Super Bowl. And I'll tell you what, I my my grandma that I was very, very close with passed away in 1997. Mm. She's been gone quite a few years. And I was uh, 14 years old, 15 years old at the time. You want to sound old, Rob? I was two. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Shut up. And I have wanted to be cremated ever since then because I had a dream one night that as uh, she dug herself out of her grave. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, oh my God, morbidly, it terrified me. Yeah, that's horrifying. That is ho- it's horrifying. I, I mean, this is a true story. I, I tell the truth on this show, folks. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I've never, I literally never have told anybody else this story before, and I'm, I'm debuting it here and not in Two Cents Radio. <laughs> and that affected me profoundly. And I'm like, I want, I don't want anybody to have that dream about me. I want them to know that I am ashes. 
that's a good thought. So I have a question. Like, was was she buried alive yes. and crawled out? Well, so, or was she a zombie? <laughs> no, she was not a zombie. Uh, she was. Well, and you hear these people that wake up in the mortuary. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, wake up in the coffin. Yeah. Yeah, like th- sometimes they'll like dig up old graves and they'll find like scratch oh, I marks. I don't believe that at all. That's true. I don't true believe thing. that. I don't believe that at all. It's definitely a thing. About five years ago, there was somebody who woke up in the mortuary. I think it was. I think it was in Ohio, actually. <laughs> of course, it was. <laughs> yeah, my neighbor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> about every five years, these stories pop up. Now that we're talking about it, we'll hear one in the next week. Like, oh, exactly. Somebody woke up in the mortuary. And uh, it was just that she woke up and dug herself out. Uh, okay. So she, oh, it was okay. It was like that scene in Kill Bill Volume 2. Sure. Where she just punches her way out. Yeah. Of the grave. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that if somebody mistook you for being dead, you'd rather they just finish the job. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that, I mean, yeah. I mean, could you imagine? It's like that movie Buried with oh, Ryan Reynolds. God. That movie is. I mean, isn't that the movie Buried with Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> Reynolds like pretty explicitly that that movie is freaky I hate oh, I hated that movie <laughs> I loved it but I never again yeah ne- never again that is a horrible that's I think worse than drowning yeah oh for sure oh yeah getting starved to death for two weeks and a like claustrophobic well, yeah I mean yeah I think that's worse than drowning yeah yeah because yeah. you have no way of like killing yourself that's the thing yeah like you have no way of you know, because you can't like reach around and stab yourself. You have no sharp items. Well, I think uh, the studies have been done. You you wouldn't last more than two hours. You'd run out of air. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's comforting. Yeah. Okay. Still, still worse than drowning. <laughs> yeah. Do you hear like the CDC? Because like there was like a philosopher like 700 years ago that said a zombie apocalypse was coming in 2021. Oh, God. The CDC has planned like a like a. A zombie preparedness. I, I've page. I've heard of this, and I, they did this about the time The Walking Dead came out too. They released yeah. this zombie preparedness thing, and they said it's it's outrageous how close preparing for the zombie apocalypse is to getting you ready for an actual disaster. So if right. if they have to make it a fun little thing, right? They'd rather make it a fun little thing than. Because people aren't going to do it if they're getting ready for a flood, but they'll get they'll get ready for a zombie apocalypse. Right. When when the CDC publishes an article, here's how to prepare for an earthquake. Nobody gives no, a shit. No, nobody. Oh but my if they God. say <laughs> if they say here's how to prepare for a zombie apocalypse, suddenly everybody's out buying guns. Yep. They're I'm not sure how a samurai sword though would help in an earthquake. <laughs> you would be surprised. Yeah, you would. <laughs> I'm on this page now, cdc.com or .gov slash CPR slash zombie. Nice. Slash index. And it's got like zombie preparedness blog, zombie preparedness for educators, <laughs> zombie preparedness graphic novel. I, I don't care if they have to gamify it a little bit to get people prepared for disasters. Get a kit, make a plan, be prepared. Yeah. And it's got like a little girl that's like got like uh, black fingernails and yeah. Look at that. Do you still watch The Walking Dead, Rob? I don't. No. I made it about three episodes after uh, Rick left, uh-huh. and I was out. Yeah, I quit. Oh God, like, Rick left? Yeah. Yeah. That's how bad the show got. Even he left? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they're ending it, right? Yeah, this is the last season. They're splitting up the last uh, 16 into eight, two eight seasons. Okay. 
Um, I think Rick left kind of out of protest of them killing off Carl. He was not happy that they killed Carl off. <laughs> and I think he kind of left under under uh, protest. What season are they on now? It's got to be like 16. It's like 12, 10 or 12. Jesus Christ. 11. Who's still on that show now? Daryl's still on that show? Daryl and, and uh, Carol, I think, are still. because yeah, they're, Carol's still kicking. Yeah, because they're getting a spinoff. Daryl and Carol are getting a spinoff. <laughs> the Daryl and Carol buddy cop yeah. show. You know, AMC used to be like the home for prestige TV. Breaking I remember, Bad. Like, <laughs> Breaking Bad, Mad Men, Walking Dead. Uh, they yeah. had them all at the same time. Yeah. yeah, And those first years of Walking Dead were pretty okay. Uh, those they first years good. of The Walking Dead are amazing. Yeah, I, the, well, the I first three seasons, I think. They're really good. It, I wouldn't, I, I don't, it's not Breaking Bad, but it's really good. It's good. It, yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty I good loved stuff. them. I loved them. Uh, it's 11 seasons, by the way, 177 okay. episodes so far. Jesus but fucking that, Christ. That channel used to be like, we're challenging HBO as like the yeah. place for like great TV. On basic cable. And then Breaking Bad ended and Mad Men ended and they're like, now we're just the zombie channel. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, we're Better Call Saul. We'll throw the Better Call Saul people a bone yeah. once every couple months. But other than that, it's five Walking Dead shows at the same time. Yeah, and, and Better Call Saul ends this year. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I might hop in for the last season. I mean, that's how <laughs> just to see. That's how, how I got into Breaking Bad. It was the right before the last season premiered. I binged Breaking Bad to get I, caught up. I might, I might start watching Better Call Saul in time for the last season. It's so good. You have to do it. It's so good. It's better. I've said it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, I'm just, I'm there. It's better. And I got nothing left to watch. I finished Wandavision. So far, there's one more tomorrow. Uh, I think, WandaVision right? is outstanding, and I hated the first four episodes. Outstanding? Hated the first three episodes, I guess. See, this makes no sense, Rob, because it's it's gotten worse every I, thank episode. Thank you. It has. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's become more of a. Well, you you like Marvel, right? I love Marvel, and yeah. I adore Catherine Hahn. See, Catherine Hahn love from Love Her. The best. <laughs> She's wonderful. It went from like a cool, like genre bending, kind of creative, risky endeavor to Marvel. Well, to like shit Marvel, by the way. Like Shield sh- fucking sucks. No, Whoever that organization is, yeah, Sword. Oh, it's Sword. Okay, it's Sword. a different. Name. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Don't yes. be confused. Any government agency in a Marvel thing is just terrible. Just like dudes staring at computer screens for forty-five minutes is boring. Yeah. Just get. Let's see Wanda and Vision having to raise these crazy kids. Yeah, I liked it when it was a sitcom. I mean, I liked like the Malcolm in the Middle episode. That was cool. It was okay. Yeah, and I do. I will say, like, they are even to the end. They are holding consistent with their theme of of doing like little sitcom esque aspects. It's just less and less. Modern Family. They did like a Modern Family one at the end. That was pretty good. Um. Yeah. I like. I, this last episode really bothered me. I loved this last episode. <laughs> the oh, fact we got to so... do a Wanda origin story, it's like, really? Like, we have to go back to Sokovia? Yeah, but for those... Let's drop that city on the onto the face of the earth already. Let's just drop it. Was that what happened in that movie? Yeah. 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 Here's, here's the thing, and you and I have discussed this, Nico. 
I have always said that the Age of Ultron is a pivotal movie in Marvel, and you hate that it. movie. Blows. I love it blows that movie. So fucking it hard. is so forgettable. There is so much character development in that movie. You have no fucking. But it's all idea. characters nobody gives a shit about. What yeah. characters are developed? I mean, Wanda, Wanda, and Vision. <laughs> Vision's created. You find out Thor's uh, like Vision, fears. Vision is born in the last five minutes of that movie. <laughs> you f- Such character development. You find out Thor's fears. You get the origin for Captain America going back. Spoiler alert, by the way, to the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> you, Sorry if you've played it on catching up in five years. Yeah, well, I'll tell you this. Our old friend Danny just started watching Marvel movies. <laughs> so Danny, I love you. Tune out. He would that fucking hipster. <laughs> um, it, it gives the origin or plants the seed of Captain America going back and spending his life with uh, what's her face, Peggy Olsen Peggy, or whatever. Yep. Oh, that's Mad Men. Uh, Peggy, uh, I forget. Peggy now. Hill. Let's just Peggy call Carter. It, Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter. Okay. Is it Peggy? Uh, it's Peggy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think of Peggy Hill from King of the Hill. I think of Peggy Olsen from Mad Men, but close enough. Uh, it gives you that origin story. It uh, I, there's just a lot of a lot. There's a lot there to unpack. You guys do not give it enough credit. I like the Black Widow Hulk relationship. Like I remember yeah. in that movie, is that the one where she like touches his hand yep. and he settles down yep. at the beginning? Like that's kind of yep. cool and everything. But um, it's where they it it's Hawkeye. You get some character development with Hawkeye <laughs> oh, finding boy. out he has a family. I'm- I love me some Hawkeye. You know that. Oh, yeah. I love me some Renner and I love me some Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. I cannot wait for this Hawkeye show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is so much in that movie to unpack and people forget. It's so well, pe- good. People are going back now because when I don't know if you've noticed this, but when you're on Disney Plus and you finish an episode, yep. the first thing that it will recommend for you is Age of Ultron. Yep. So a bunch of people are now going back because they want to understand the lore of right. WandaVision. Cause yeah, because you're watching WandaVision and you're like confused as hell. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Watch this. Watch, I, that movie just makes no sense to me. Like, first of all, I I thought Wanda and Pe- Pietro. Pietro. I, I hated them, and I just didn't understand their motivation. I, I hated no. their accents. I what hate that whole third think? act. I don't know if we've talked about this. What did you think of them bringing in the other Pietro? Uh, that was like clever. I, I, I liked the, that. I love that. Thing, the weird thing about that is like. It got fans excited that Disney had purchased Fox. Yeah, yeah. Like that was basically the whole point of that. It's like showing off that we bought the Fox library and now we can use both Pietros. I I well, that that actor was better anyways. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. I agree. Have you seen those X-Men movies? Those new X-Men movies, Nick? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've watched them probably once. Because that Quicksilver, I think, is the like way yeah. better. He's the best part of those movies. Yeah. The Quicksilver well, scenes where everything slows down and he's like running through the right. room. Is, yeah. I would, and I'm sure you guys know this too, but like him and the other guy, I think Aaron Taylor, Taylor Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both were obviously in Kick-Ass together. That's right. They were. They, so they were was... best friends in Kick-Ass. So one of the Quicksilvers was best friends with the other Quicksilver in a different superhero and movie. And there was a Kick-Ass <laughs> reference in that episode too. Yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> there was. <laughs> Loved it's like it. really, really fucking obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, yeah but I guess my, my thing is with that is uh, Agatha has access to the multiverse then? If she's able to. That's pu- not what she said in the last episode. No, it isn't. That, that, so that's why I'm confused. 
She was like, I, I was gonna bring Pietro's actual corpse. Pietro. <laughs> Fate in a different country. Pietro. Pietro. Okay. But, but yeah, and rather than digging up the corpse, he was, he has, she essentially like created an illusion. Right. And that guy was an illusion. So was that? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it's fascinating. Time out about Agatha, by the way. Yes. Did that mean anything to you when? Like at the end of that episode, she sang the song like it was Agatha all along. Like that was fucking dumb. It felt like the it felt like such a almost a Deus Ex Machina. I I want to know. Like first of all, did that clarify any questions that you had? Like it's one thing. Like if throughout the show they were teasing, there's somebody behind the scenes that's pulling these strings. They didn't do any of that. It's just they brought her in. But they implied that there was somebody behind the strings behind the scenes pulling the strings, and everybody. And everybody thought it was Wanda. It turns out well, at the end, it actually was. Right. They sort I mean, of the whole time they were, they were playing it like unreliable narrator. Like Wanda was doing things and she didn't realize it, which turns out she was. Right. But then there's also this other person. <laughs> and they just I, I, brought mean, her in. I mean, absolutely that Agatha had an outside influence because she bought, brought Pietro in. I mean, that's an outside influence that Agatha created. As far as I could tell, that's the only thing she did. I guess that was a mystery that they didn't answer I, okay i i, I so, guess like, and, and and it was agatha that was trying to expose wanda at the magic show in episode two okay cool um whatever like like i just don't see that as like a major twist like a usual suspects like major twist at the i think that was my 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 problem with that it kind of felt like they were assuming that everyone had read the comics or they were only trying to pull the rug out from comic book readers i think so. from what i've read on like reddit and shit and this character is like a major character yeah 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 no this this was absolutely predicted from the very beginning that that right. agnes is agatha so it's like for everybody that was in the know like it was very obvious from the first right. two episodes because the name was similar yeah. and like the, the the way the character behaved was similar and for people that weren't in the know, it was just like a real shrug of a twist. So I feel like it they tried earned. to have their cake and eat it too, and both parts of the audience weren't served. You know, yeah. that, that was my opinion at least. It did, it I do love it Catherine Hahn, though. I, I didn't, think she's. I didn't feel like I didn't feel like they laid the groundwork for it at all. I agree. I, I, I agree. I like the I, I like the actress. I like yeah. her and everything. She's fun. She's yeah. the best. I love. Uh, she's in the movie called The Goods. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's from two thousand nine. So fucking funny. She falls in love with a 10 year old boy who's like in a 40 year old body. That's actually Rob Riggle. (laughs) So it's big. (laughs) So he's got a disease where he ages four times faster than uh, his body grows four times faster than his actual mental age. So he's like a 40 year old person, you know, as a 10 year old. And she Mm. falls in love with this 10 year old. (laughs) It's so fucking funny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I like her in a movie called Private Life with Paul Giamatti. Oh, but never it's like seen a, it. It's a not really a Rob movie. No, I'm it's sure like not. a very it's an indie sort of New York movie about uh, an old couple that's trying to get pregnant. Oh, great! And they use a surrogate, and it's quite delightful. God, She's wonderful in it. Sounds like an awesome movie. <laughs> <laughs> Snow Marvel. No Marvel. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's actually yeah, it's a spinoff to Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> <laughs> Takes place in that same universe. There's a lot of like yeah Easter eggs. 
Uh, now, WandaVision's cool. I just like, I, I'd rather them do the black and white sitcom, to be honest with you. I liked when it was mm. bewitched. I couldn't personally. care. I couldn't care. Yeah. I hate it. I think it. I like the mystery of it. I think the mystery was more fun than the reality. No, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I like the mystery, but to spread it out over three fucking episodes. Jesus. I wish they would have done like 30. Oh, I agree. Get me, get me to fucking season five before I find out. I was so fucked. Like Marvel after episode three, I almost stopped universe. watching. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I, I guess I'm just not interested in those outside characters. Love, like, I love Darcy. Darcy's one of my favorites. She's the chick from Two Broke Girls? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, from Thor. She's in the other Thor movies. Uh, of How could I forget? Oh, the scientist chick? <laughs> the scientist chick? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah, I remembered her. I recognized her right away. Yeah. Love her. Those two Thor movies are horrendous, by the way. Love the first Thor movie. What? Love it. <laughs> Do you like yeah. Ragnarok? I love Ragnarok. That's Ragnarok's the only good one. dope. Ragnarok that's the only good one. is fucking awesome. Ragnarok's they finally my favorite figured it one. out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always said like the first Thor movie was so fundamentally flawed because the normally in an action movie you have three major fight scenes and they're supposed to escalate and Thor does it backwards. Yeah. Like the mm. first opening scene is the best fight scene you're ever gonna see. Yeah. And then the last one is like I'm Thor, I'm strong, and I beat Loki with like one punch. <laughs> yeah. And then Thor the Dark World. I'm not really sure what that I didn't really about. care for that one, I'll admit. But oh, I saw that one in the theater by myself oh. back in Boston. I remember it just being horrendous. I, and like I kind of gave up on Marvel there, but oh. they, they, they reeled me back in eventually. Thor Ragnarok. I love that lead up to Infinity War. That movie. Yeah. And the, the, and the cold open to Infinity War. Just made Ragnarok that much better. Yeah. yeah, which is cool, I guess. But like, all those characters are fine anyway, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's going to be a Loki TV show. Yeah. So it's not. <laughs> I mean, no one really is ever dead in these movies. What What's your favorite Marvel movie, Rob? I uh, I would say Infinity War. Not Endgame. Not no. I love Endgame, but Infinity War is probably my favorite. Nick. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Ragnarok. That one's really fun. Maybe, definitely not one of the all the heroes together movies. I fucking hate all of yeah. those. <laughs> you know which one I hate? Civil War, Captain yeah. America. Civil yeah, I wasn't War. a big fan of that one. I enjoyed it, but it's not one that I look forward to watching. The first Avengers is outstanding as well. I, I, I like really, that one. I really love the Ed Norton Hulk. <laughs> 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 I think I go Guardians 2 is I think my favorite. Uh, yeah. Guardians are good. I like Kurt Russell. I love the Guardians movies, I yeah. think, just because that's the perfect tone for me. It is. It's a great tone. Those movies are a great tone. And I think they really set up the tone for Ragnarok, which set up the tone for Infinity War. I, yeah. I'd like, I like. I don't like when these movies get too serious. Yeah. I think, yeah, the light, lightening the tone there actually helped a lot, which is actually yeah. part of why I think also WandaVision worked really well at the beginning. Right. Yeah. Right. And then once it becomes just another Iron Man movie, like whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Shield, sword, whatever you want to call them. They're boring. They're boring as fuck. Yeah. I don't know um, why we need another government ag- agency, but. Yeah. Whatever. whatever. Just like go to space. Yeah. Just fucking go to space and like fight some space aliens. Yeah. That's it. Whatever. G- g- give me a giant tree. 
Like that, <laughs> that's what I like about these movies. Like you're, you're ridiculous. It's about dudes in tights. Right. That's the that's the movies. So just like steer into it and just give me a talking raccoon. Show us more of that American ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It's 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 cool. Um. Anyway, how how are we? You know what. I've gone 30 minutes without going to the bathroom. So thumbs up. <laughs> Blue ribbon. Blue ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm free of COVID. COVID has rid my, Co- good. my body. Oh, really? I get vaccinated next week. Oh. Yeah. Blue ribbon's all around, guys. Yeah. Look all at that. Sweet antibodies. I'm getting the old Johnson & Johnson shot. Are Which you? I've heard is less effective. It is, but it's really the only thing that uh, us frontline education workers can get. Mm. Uh, mm. So you educators, yes. <laughs> See, I have to get the old herd immunity shot. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't have. They don't have vaccines for folk like me. Yeah. <laughs> I was leery about getting the Johnson and Johnson shot, and then the Catholic Church came out against it, and I'm like, I'm all in. <laughs> 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 that's kind of like how i am like yeah. when i when i'm at the drugstore and i need like some sort of like supplement and it says not fda approved i'm like all right <laughs> this is gonna work you know i'm not i'll trust the fda but i'm not gonna <laughs> let the catholic church dictate to me that you know oh there might be some aborted fetuses in your shot well fill me up <laughs> oh is my. that what they said yes it's because johnson and johnson would may have used aborted fetuses in the vac- creation of the vaccine like stem cell <laughs> research yeah yeah. Okay, because I don't think they like are injecting you with aborted fetuses. <laughs> no, but that's what they're trying to say. But they're definitely morally against the Johnson and Johnson shot. There's a huge difference between <laughs> aborted fetuses and stem cell research. I'm just like, <laughs> a but I think the, I think the Catholic Church said something about abor- abortion and being against abortion. Okay, well, you I, know. isn't the Pope kind of lightening up on that though? Oh, the Pope. You know what? The other thing, the things that the Catholic Church have done, and they're worried about that. I mean, come on. It's a good point. It's a good point. <laughs> it's like I, I've always like heard it explained like this, and I think this is the best encapsulation. Like, if like pick any random company, Microsoft, yeah, had like ten thousand workers who were molesting young boys. And Microsoft decided to cover up every single one of those incidents yep. and just move the employees to other branches in the company, move them overseas, move them to different cities. And that came out. Microsoft would no longer be a company. No. But the Catholic Church is somehow like still around yeah. and still taking in billions and billions and billions of dollars a year to fund whatever the hell they're funding in the Vatican. Those uh, wafers, those cookies, oh, those wafers. Have you guys exactly. ever had one of those? That's where all the money's going. Uh, yes. Oh. I always been think of. A few times. I always think of. I think Are you it's Catholic, Bird. Nico? I'm not Catholic. Okay. Remember I, Lady Bird? She has like a box of them. They're just eating them, watching the movie. <laughs> that always cracks me up. Yeah. Um, no, my sister converted to Catholicism uh, when she got married, and I took communion once with her. Oh God. Did they give you actual wine or was it grape juice? Uh, it, I think it was wine, okay. but you only get a sip. I mean, thank God COVID has taken care of that uh, tradition. <laughs> Fucking everybody drinking out of the same goblet. 
No, thank pl- you. That's probably why the plague spread so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're like, oh, you're sick with the plague? Go to church. What Plus are you guys thinking out. drinking out of the same wine glass? That is disgusting. I don't know. Tradition, Robert. <laughs> that is gross. <laughs> Religious at, at church now they're giving out straws. So everybody has their own straw. Oh. Uh, Johnson and Johnson says there is no fetal tissue in this vaccine, and that it's used in engineered cell line. Uh, so this might just be like a QAnon conspiracy that they're following. Uh, here. Ca- the Catholicism is now QAnon. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, hmm. talk to my grandmother. Uh, in a statement, the bishops wrote, uh, in part, if one has the ability to choose a vaccine, Pfizer or Moderna's vaccines should be chosen over Johnson and Johnson's. Um, but yeah, they don't really present any evidence to say. Yeah, Johnson and Johnson makes that. No tears. Like yeah, they also made kids. talcum powder that give women vaginal cancer, but we're not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, they. I think they had a lawsuit against them about that. I think hmm. allegedly. Let's look it up before we put it out there. I don't know that as a fact right now at this point. You know what? <laughs> I can say pretty confidently, there's what? definitely been a lawsuit involving Johnson and Johnson. Therefore, you can't trust them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll take any, th- throw a fucking needle at me. I'll take it. I don't care. You know? Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I just, just like, I want to be done with this. <laughs> the company, the company fails to overturn a $2.12 billion baby powder verdict plans to Supreme Court appeal. Charges avoid, uh, awarded to women who blame the ovarian cancer on asbestos in its baby powder and other talc products. Jesus. The Missouri Supreme Court let stand a June 23rd decision by a state appeals court, which outpiled a jury's July 2018 finding of liability, but reduced J&J's payout from $4.69 billion after dismissing claims by some of the 22 plaintiffs. So it's still $2.1 billion verdict against them. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. My God. Uh, good thing I got those sweet, sweet antibodies. <laughs> yeah, there you I go. This is the takeaway. There you go. <laughs> Apparently, like, it's very hard to get it again. Now, I, it, yeah. it's too early, I guess, to know it is. the science on it. And I've heard, like, conflicting things. Obviously, people have gotten it again, but uh, I should be good at least for a little while. Yeah. Right? I've heard a few months. Yeah, at least for a couple months, I should be okay. And- Honestly, I- I'll be honest with you guys, and I know other people have had different experiences, yada, 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 and I, I understand all of that. It really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Did you lose that, that was taste my and experience. smell? I did. Okay. Uh, for a couple days. And now I'm not sure if that's just because I was super congested because I was really, really congested for a couple days. And I ended up getting a sinus infection right. as a result of all the congestion because I have Satan sinuses. Yeah. That's, um, but um, so I, I don't know if it was just linked to that and, you know, just a lot of congestion, a lot of mucus. But a couple days only very very sweet um tastes yeah. were getting through uh but the, that went away pretty quick i had a fever for about two nights actually the night that we did this podcast last that was the worst fever i had that wow. night so it was right away I, I i didn't actually take it but it was probably around 101 102 that night like it was pretty bad jesus um and then following night more fevers but took some advil you know brought it down and so, like, it, it it was not the worst I've ever been sick, yeah. put it that way. I've definitely been more sick than that. Uh, we did have a teacher have a reaction to her first shot. 
Uh, some of the teachers, the old, the the elderly teachers, mm. uh, got was able to get the the Moderna shot. So they had a first round yesterday, and we had one have a bad reaction today. So I hope she's doing okay. Yeah, my aunt had a similar experience yeah. after her first shot. Yeah, uh, actually, after both shots. Um, but yeah, it it uh, it it wasn't that terrible. And my me. mom, that- my mom, the fucking horse that she is. That mm. brute of a woman <laughs> had her second shot and was like, oh, it's not so bad. <laughs> my dad, my dad had an awful reaction to it. Well, he wasn't terrible, but he was not right. Uh, says he can't hear out of his left ear after the shot. So, eh, don't know. But my mom being the... That's a new one. <laughs> yeah, my mom being the brute that she is. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm fine. Bruh. Bring it on. <laughs> Maybe you should like report that hearing thing to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I, I told dad yesterday, I saw mom and dad yesterday for a little bit. I said, if there were only doctors who specialized in like ears and notes and throats, if you could go see one of those. <laughs> I mean, if only in our world we had somebody like that. I might want to call National Geographic or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get to the bottom of that problem. <laughs> Oh my mom and my mom's like, oh you, Ted, you just got earwax. So I just outed my dad's name, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got earwax in there. My mom, <laughs> my mom, my mom diagnoses everything. She said, "I'm sitting there," and she calls yesterday. I'm on the toilet. Well, I know you've got depression. That's your problem. You're depressed. Like yeah, is that why you're shitting your brains out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I said, and this is why I'm sitting here on the toilet, <laughs> shooting water out of my asshole. <laughs> I'm goodness. depressed. Oh goodness. <laughs> I will say, I did have an abundance of earwax last week, though. Really? Yeah, I did. Maybe that's I a did. COVID thing. It Maybe it's be. an immune response. My my ears were hurting pretty severely wow do you don't think it's just a sinus thing yeah i mean that might be part of it but (laughs) man we're really just (laughs) just spewing all sorts of pseudoscience you know what are you fucking talking about (laughs) i really someday we're gonna have my mom covid causes earwax (laughs) we're gonna have my mom on and she will diagnose all of you i promise you Oh, I would love that. Your mom gave me great medical advice and we talked That's a couple weeks right. ago. She did. I'm telling you, you get her on the phone. She is going to give advice. A medical she like advice. palm readings? No. No, 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 no. Medical advice. Not medical. Not, so, so not, not even pseudoscience. No. Just straight. Straight up. She's going to write you a script. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's, she's got the pad and everything that she stole from. No, she didn't. I'm kidding. Some chicken scratch. <laughs> Uh, no, she will absolutely give you all medical advice if you need it. So I'm uh, depressed. I'm clinically depressed. We should, uh, we should do a call in. We should have any listener call in and take medical advice from your mother. Yeah, let's do that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> That's a good segment. <laughs> oh, man. We could have them like call back a month later and give us a checkup. Yeah. How they're doing. <laughs> With their medical regimen. Well, <laughs> well, I've lost feeling in my left leg. <laughs> well, we can get you a steroid shot for that, my mom would say. <laughs> yeah, I love how your mother's go-to advice is get a steroid. Get a steroid. Get it injected immediately. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's why she was so happy that my doctor gave me a steroid for the next five days. 
<laughs> Thrilled. <laughs> yeah, those steroids, man, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. It, it's almost as good as this doctor who did a virtual courtroom call from the operating room. Did you okay, guys so hear I about gotta, this? I got to tell this story. Okay. I got to tell this story. So um, my father uh, had open heart surgery a couple days ago. Oh, my God. Why didn't you tell us? I Is everything it's... okay? Nope. He's dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I don't know if I like no, that he's, line. He's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay. Here, here's here's the, the story. Let me go back as far as I can. So we all got COVID, obviously. My father was the one that initially... Uh, was infected and then spread it to everyone else. So obviously he's the one that needs to be punished and needs open heart surgery for that as his punishment. Correct. So God gave him a heart attack (laughs) and was like, stay inside. (laughs) What happened to social distancing? Um, Need some of them baby fetuses. (laughs) 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 So... so, (laughs) So my my father was the first of us to get COVID, although had the like le- the the least severe symptoms of everybody. Oh, you say that now, <laughs> right, which is actually true. He had the most mild case. I actually probably had the most severe of everybody, but even I wasn't that bad. Um, he had the most mild. He was good within the ten days. He did the ten days at home after the symptoms started. Went back to work. For two days, everything was fine. And then one morning, all of a sudden, on his way to work in the car, he starts getting severe chest pains. Uh. And he's like, what is going on here? Calls the doctor. Doctor's like, yeah, I should probably go to the ER, get that thing checked out. He goes to the ER. Uh, they do some tests. Everything looks normal at first. And they're like, oh, this is probably just COVID-related inflammation. That's like a symptom that's been happening right. a lot is there's just a lot of buildup of whatever in the chest. And, and blood clots. I mean, they, they've worried about blood clots, too, with COVID. Right. So at first, they just thought a little bit of inflammation in the lungs or whatever just w- will give you a, a, an aspirin or a Tylenol, whatever they got to give you to bring that down. Aspirin. It didn't go away. Baby and aspirin. That's my, what my mom says. Doctor, okay. doctor, doctor, mom says, <laughs> doctor, mom, doctor. call doctor, mom. Yep. <laughs> um, so, uh, We're so doing long, this bit, <laughs> it's a great bit. Uh, long story short, they, they do more tests and they discover, oh, three of your arteries are clogged <sighs> above 90%. Jesus. The, the, the doctor actually called me. I was his emergency contact and, and she called me that. Afternoon. Why the fuck are you the emergency contact? That is. I'm list- I'm listed second. My that, mother's first. I'm second. That is the worst fucking decision. <laughs> Nico's my emergency contact. What? <laughs> no, I'm not. Can you imagine? <laughs> He's going to call one day. It's like, there was a terrible car crash. I'm like, I'm 12 hours away. <laughs> You'd be like, good. Hang up the phone. <laughs> uh, so... Um, the doctor said to me, yes, one of his art, there's five arteries around the, the heart. Okay. One of them is 99% clogged. Two of them are 90% clogged. Oh, yikes. Jeez. Which is really bad. I so did, that w- I did not know there were five. That is fascinating. Yeah. Did not know there were five. Five. You didn't? No, I didn't. Right. Um, <laughs> sorry. So- I mean, you, you're, you're like blown away by that information. This seems like the type of thing you would know, Rob. No, I had no idea. You know all about like the, 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 the leg bones with your it's metal. connected to the hip bone. I don't have metal anymore. Thank you very much. Not anymore, yeah. but you knew all about oh, it. I knew you know all about, about it. 
This just seems like the type of thing you'd know. Yeah, I should have known that. I know where my pancreas is after panicking about that for the last two days. I know where my liver is after panicking about that for the last two days. You know all about the Mars rover? I know all about the Mars rover, which we can't get an interview with, which we can go into discussions later. Um, Let's not call out our boys. No, I love I love them. They were so nice to me. They did turn us down for an interview, uh, but the lady was so nice. And she said, Rob. Manning will reach out to you privately in a Zoom call if you'd like. Oh, I know it's the sweetest fucking thing in the world. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to take him up on it after, after uh, it's all said and done. She says oh. we're gonna decline any recording, but he would, he would like to speak to you. Oh, that is sweet. Yeah, so can't. Complain. We could probably get that shit recorded. <laughs> oh yeah, we could. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, so yeah, the doctor the, told him like, yeah, the, this means you need to have open heart surgery, and it's going to be a triple bypass, Jesus. which is pretty severe. Um, and we were all like pretty stunned by this because my dad is sixty; he's not like super old, but he's you know getting yeah. up there now in age. A month ago, he was playing pickup basketball with us right. in the driveway, and like at full strength. And I tell you what, he was not the most pathetic guy on the court that no. day. Let me tell you that. Like, he so, looked in good shape for six. So, did the COVID exasperate the symptoms or the pain? So, it it exasperated the pain is exactly what happened. So, it, it what like this buildup, yes, was there somewhat, but didn't get worse because of COVID. It was always there. It was always there. Wow. It's been there. It's been there. And How so here's the thing. He, he had a stress test last August because this is about the age you're supposed to get your heart checked right. out. And the stress test came back totally fine. Wow. And essentially a stress test is when you like go on a treadmill, right? Yeah. And you try to build your heart rate up. Yeah. And they see if the blood is pumping correctly into the heart. Yeah. And the, the way the doctor explained it to him is that your heart is so efficient and it's wow. pumping so strong that it is bringing in enough blood despite the massive blockages. The will to live, man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, it's pretty crazy. But so what happened essentially is when he got COVID, that inflammation did start in his chest as they thought. Mm -hmm. But that inflammation essentially aggravated his arteries and caused a significant amount of pain. Um, And what the doctors essentially said is that if you had not gotten COVID, you would not have felt this and you could have had a heart attack just any day. Uh, And essentially, like, again, the COVID probably saved my dad's life, which is like a crazy thing. And I think we need to actually call Fauci up and take one life off of. I think so. Because I, th- I think net lives, we've saved one life. That's that's minus two out of the total deaths, I think. I think that's two. Two? I mean, it's probably every death is probably worth three or four, according to CNN, but we won't get into that. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I'll take one. I'll take um So, uh, yeah, so the he was, you know, obviously kind of shocked by this. We were all pretty shocked by it. And we were just psyching ourselves out because... You know, they would have done the surgery the first day, but because he had COVID, they wanted hmm. to like minimize the risk associated yeah. with that. He was still testing positive, uh, and I think still today he's positive. Wow. Um, so it could just because it l- lingers in your body for a while. So they kept delaying and delaying and delaying, and it's finally like, all right, this Monday we're going to do this. Um, and they cut him open, and turns out it was not a triple bypass, it was a what's the prefix Quad- for six? Oh he had my six God! Six new ones put in there. A six, they doubled a up on sextuplet. one. Sextuplet. 
They doubled up because there's five arteries and apparently he replaced one with two. I don't know how the science works on that, but they take six arteries from your leg, essentially, and they put it in your heart. So he's got totally new plumbing in there now. Good for him. Um, And he's doing fine. How come they can't figure out that plastic shit? Why? Why do you have to steal arteries from from the? I don't think you want plastic in your heart. Well, okay, but something. Why can't they? Why can't they They just put a rubber hose in there? They didn't even enough they, bad medical. So they didn't use like a pig, uh, pig valve or cow valve. Was not no. It was from the. Like, that's what they did for my dad. Wow. Yeah. So evidently, what I've heard, I don't know the pros and cons, but what I've heard is if it's a pig or a cow, that's like a ten year. Uh, after ten years, you have to get it replaced. This one, it's good for life. Gotcha. Doesn't right. have to open them up again. I just don't know why they haven't figured out that rubber hose. Uh yeah, Rob. I don't know. I mean, all it would be is just just a little bit of rubber. Get some PVC in there and yeah! some duct tape. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, PVC would be great. They figured out this pacemaker a, shit. <laughs> just a put a bendy straw. Why a not? McDonald's straw. Yeah, those some sons of bitches. Those sons of bitches will survive the nuclear apocalypse. <laughs> It'd be one of those color-changing straws. Oh, that'd be awesome. The swirly. The swizzle. Yeah. <laughs> Bad for the environment, oh, though. Who you know cares? what? You want to put those paper straws That's in. That's why you get yeah. a metal straw. Or a paper right, straw. Right, right. Maybe metal would last a little longer. Metal would absolutely rust. I bet it, it could rust. You don't need any rust in there. Yeah, yeah. So we all know blood is wet. Yes. It's thicker than water, blood as they say. Blood is thicker than water. So here's the story as it relates to this video. Yes. Yeah. I forgot about so the video. There's this video of a doctor. He's a plastic surgeon, right? Yeah. Mid-surgery, taking a call for a traffic ticket. He's like calling into court. Yeah. Contesting here, a traffic ticket. Here it is. Hold on here. How busy so, is your schedule? Uh, can everybody hear me? Officer, yes, Officer Monroe, Mr. Green. Elizabeth Ramirez, uh, is she part of this case? Yes. Oh, people are just coming in. What I'm looking at is Scott Douglas Green's case, case number 20, TRO 95795. I believe Officer Monroe is present on this case as well. It's more of a visual thing. So unless I'm mistaken, I'm seeing a defendant that's in the middle of an operating room appearing to be actively engaged in providing services to a patient. Is that correct, Mr. Green? Yes, sir. Or what I sh- should I say, Dr. Green, but I don't know okay. that. That's so, okay. Um, I do not feel comfortable uh, for the welfare of a patient if you're in the process of operating that I would put on a trial, notwithstanding the fact that the officer's here today. What's, sir, I, have uh, another, I have another surgeon right here who's doing the surgery with me, so I can stand here and allow them to do the surgery also. Not at all. I'm I, I don't think so. I don't think that's appropriate. I think we're going to have, I'm going to come up with a different date when you're not actively involved or participating in <laughs> this attending to the needs of a patient. This judge is um, outraged. See if I can get a and rightfully picture. so. Yeah, I think that's actually pretty reasonable. He's very calm about He's it. He's very calm, but you can see. I would have been way rude. In the video, he is disgusted. If I was the judge, I would have said guilty. I mean... <laughs> Did Case this, closed. Did this doc? Well, first off, the judge is the judge is protecting himself from a lawsuit 
because if something would happen to that patient while the doctor is on a video call, they can go, well, judge, you knew you were complicit. You you knew this was going on. Why didn't you stop it? So he's protecting himself. But did this doctor think he was going to come on and be like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so important. Oh, case dismissed. You're gone. You're fine. Thanks for your service. Thank you for your service. <laughs> I mean, what was this doctor thinking? Um, yeah, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit perplexing, <laughs> but so this story breaks that the day night before oh, it was my before <laughs> surgery. Oh, no, the oh, night before. No. So I am home and freaking out as is like, I'm already having a pretty rough night cause we had heard, okay, next day it's happening. Yeah. And like, you know, we're getting all the affairs in order. You know, I've had sort of a stressful weekend because I've been taking care of all the stuff my dad's had to do while he's bedridden. And it's, you know, a whole thing. And, you know, we're a little freaked out because the doctor told me on the phone, like, it's a risky surgery. It's a, you know, it's an open heart, you know, triple bypass. And so we're freaking out as it is. And I'm trying to calm my mom down and. All this, you know, my dad is like on so much morphine because they gave him so much morphine just to settle him down and to like uh, relieve the stress. And I'm and I'm watching the news. I was I because I couldn't sleep that night and I'm flipping through and I think it was like a local news, one of those syndicated broadcasts. And uh, the story is like negligent doctor, negligent surgeon giving <laughs> contesting a traffic ticket while in in the operating room. And I'm like. Oh God, no! Is this how casual these guys are? That is the worst. It's outrageous with, with a scalpel in their hand. Uh, so it freaked me out a little bit more. But uh, apparently, our guy was a much respected fella, and uh, he did a, a serviceable job. He did Service. nick my my dad's lung, but that's wow. neither here. Nor there. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll heal up on its own. Yeah, thankfully t you got two lungs. A flesh wound. I mean, he told you it was risky. Yeah. Tis but a flesh wound. Tis but a flesh wound. Um, no, I can't imagine the stress that a surgeon is under. First of all, I, I don't know why you take a Zoom call during surgery, but well, it's a plastic surgery. Oh, right? true. It's no, pra practically a chiropractor. Yeah, pretty much. It's like a podiatrist, yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, now I love my podiatrist. She did an outstanding job getting f nine screws and a metal plate out of my fucking leg. <laughs> I'll tell That's you what. hardly surgery. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> I do feel like the margin of error with plastic surgeons, though, is very it is. small compared to no, like you can cover up the other shit. Yeah, yeah you, you can, can cover up a punctured lung. You can nick a lung. It's fine. apparently you can. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you fuck you up a nose up job, a boob, boob job, no. forget about it. Yeah. If one nipple's sticking the wrong way, yeah, right. One you know, boob if your nipples lower. are in opposite directions. <laughs> yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> if you so. dye a famous black man's skin. Pale white. <laughs> I think that was notice. purposeful. I remember. People notice. I, I had surgery uh, the seventh of January on my ankle, and doing surgery prep and everything. Of course, you know, shave the leg, and then the the nurse hands me a mar magic marker, and she says, "We need you to mark the leg that we're doing surgery on." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Please mark which testicle you would like us to yeah. remove. <laughs> and, and I That's said, my favorite. I said, um, 
So I don't know how it happened. I says something like, I want to write on there, do not remove. Oh, yeah. I says, I want to write on there, do not remove leg. I says, how do I <laughs> abbreviate that? DNR. And she goes, no, 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 no. That means something else. <laughs> oh, that's good. Because there are these stories of like guys that get the, the wrong leg marked. Yeah. Amputate, you know, they amputate leg. Yeah. Turns out, you know, they cut off the wrong one. Yeah. See, I had to look up DNR just now. I'm guessing you guys got that. Do one. not resuscitate. That's what, yeah. yeah, like yeah, old people. I was like, I feel like I know that term. Yeah. Medical DNR. <laughs> oh, yeah, it means something else. It means something else. She got a kick out of it. Yeah, I was good. told by my podiatrist, my foot doctor, at my second to last appointment. She says, "Boy, you left a you you made a mark in that op or in the nurses station there." She said they were just dying laughing at your stories. I said, "What the fuck?" I told them the story of how I fell off the ladder and, and ripped my pants in half. So apparently, apparently that's been the talk of the nurses station in the operating center. <laughs> They won't telling each other your story. Yeah. Like, we had this fat fucking, he was on a ladder, <laughs> he fell off, and he ripped his pants right in the ass. Uh, had you to had walk, him in stitches. Had him, had to walk in front of students with his ass hanging out. <laughs> Holy Like, he's shit. one of the fucking three stooges. Uh, uh yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> apparently my dad is hitting on every nurse in the, oh in good the for him ward. that's what's happening that's what i've heard secondhand good for him <laughs> apparently working on the old moves um yeah, speaking of the the shaving of the leg oh no <laughs> It was really funny. This is a morbid uh, kind of story. Well, but this I'll has been a morbid on. show, you guys. It is, but like it's good news. Nobody died. It is. Right? It, well, except my grandma in 97. That's true. That, that, that's <laughs> good point. Um, I love my grandma. She she would be so proud of what I've become. But So my my father had surgery. The, the surgery was slated to start at 7 a.m. and they were going to take him away at 6. So you know, we, I called him the night before and I talked to him, but my family was very adamant that we call him before he goes into surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was like a morbid thing. Like, Oh, if he dies, really going to regret not doing this. Yeah. And, uh, so we got up at five 30 and I'm like exhausted. And I come, cause I had not slept the night before for obvious reasons. Yeah. So I'm like on two hours of sleep and I get up at five 30 and I walk in there and we FaceTime or whatever. And he's telling us about how he had to shave his nether regions. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I'm like, if this motherfucker dies and the last conversation I ever have with him is about shaving testicles. (laughs) You're like, I know your dad and like, that's fine with him it's literally yeah. the last thing we talked about i know before but for him, like he'd rather you he'd, he'd rather you guys all be laughing and, yeah right remember I mean, me this way right let me die as i lift he no 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 here's what his master plan was he's like if i die i want my kids to shave their pubes in memory of me <laughs> Because that's the only way my son Nico's ever going to get laid. So these are my parting words. I don't think that's the problem. Shave that fucking bush. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and you know what I did three hours later? <laughs>
pretending I'm having open heart surgery. Shave my pubes. <laughs> yeah, why do you have to do that? So they usually do through the groin area a camera or a scope of some sort. It's less invasive uh, in terms of when they're looking for something. Mm. It goes through the groin. Mm. So there you go. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> They it's could, all they could, very gross. They, they couldn't do it a different way. Nope. Nope. A couple other. Nope. Yeah. Right through. A couple other entrances, right I feel like. Right through the groin. Uh, yeah. I I, um, I really okay. thought it was the taint, to be right down honest with you. You know, right below your balls. That's, that's rough. But I, I think it's above. It's above all the sensitive areas. Yeesh. Yeesh. No, the taint would be a very bad place to put it. <laughs> it would. It would. I would not enjoy that. No, uh, no, 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 no. I, I my, a friend of mine who was in medical school walked me through the whole thing. Yeah. Last night he sent me like a whole primer. It's like this is what they had to break and yeah. this is what they had to cut open in order to do this. And ooh, I I did not share any of it with my father. My father yeah. has no idea like what had to happen because. Well, he's yeah. feeling it. I don't. Oh, know. he's feeling it. Yeah. One day you'll you'll probably tell him. guess. Yeah. One day you'll tell him. I'm sure. One day I will walk him through the details. I, I don't think you need to. I think he feels everything they did to him, and he knows. Right. He knows. Yeah. I remember when my mom had uh, knee surgery, knee replacement. They give us pictures, and I probably still have them. I need to find them in my Google Drive, uh, of her old knee versus her new knee, and it is grotesque. It oh, is man. grotesque. It's the awesomest pictures I ever had, but... <laughs> they're framed behind you they're, on the wall. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a new piece of artwork in my home. Oh, you sent me this on Snapchat. Yeah, I have a panoramic picture from the Mars Pathfinder mission in 1997 hanging in my bedroom. What is that, like 480p? It's pretty good. It's pretty good quality. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. It's like 60 inches long by 24 inches tall. It's pretty big. Yeah. I love I mean, it. That's big to you. Yeah. I, that's where I need to do the Zoom call from with Rob. <laughs> Set the fucking... Are you actually going to do a Zoom call with your child? I'm going to do a Zoom call with Rob. Be like, Can I have your autograph? <laughs> but it'd be like, look at my picture. It's not going to be you guys. I'll just hang up my Mars Pathfinder picture back there. Us at Wall Drug. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you about that movie Nomadland. Uh, that's like going to win Best Picture. We talked about it in text maybe, huh? Yeah, it's like at Wall Drug. And we were like in that same cafeteria. You know the cafeteria that we went to? Oh, with the that, five like, cent coffee, room. right? Yeah. They they like shot several scenes in the movie in that room. Wow. It was so cool. It's like we <laughs> like it, they were almost like at the table that we were at. I, that's crazy. I need to watch that movie for that reason. You'll probably hate it, but a lot of it will. is in the Black Hills, and yeah. that's that's cool. It's on Hulu, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I might watch. I might just pop that on tonight. Okay, I watched a movie. I should not even admit this. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a movie. It's a uh, a Wolverine. What's his name? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> with Zach Efron. Oh, is about, this the, the, about the yeah. about the history of PT Barnum. Yeah, of course, the, the the greatest showman. Yeah. I loved it. 
uh, a lot of twelve-year-old girls love that movie. I don't know why I loved it. <laughs> I might have been under the influence of something while I was watching it, <laughs> but I loved it. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that. That's a movie that people like. Yeah, it's a musical, right? You're yeah. not a big musical guy. I'm not a big musical guy. You know who is a big musical guy? Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh Jackman loves him. Loves him. Uh, but I really like that movie. But I will say, I want to. I want. I've always wanted to learn more about P.T. Barnum. I thought. I think he's a fascinating character. You ever been to the circus? I uh, well, n- not not Barnum and Bailey's. No, no, never was before they closed it down. I've been to, to a they, circus. They used to come to Hartford every year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I probably. Went, I would say Nico and I have probably both gone it. Half dozen times yeah. each, I'd say. I, I've only I only went once. Really, only went once. Oh, I went so many times as a kid. I adored it. Yeah, because we we did what they would do is they would do like a pre show or like a pre walkthrough essentially, where you could just like go backstage and check out the elephants. Oh, and that'd be cool. That that was the actually the the most fun part. Yeah, I didn't is, do that. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was a. Spe- I don't think it was like a backstage pass. It was so long ago. I was probably like six or seven when I went. Yeah. But I remember walking through like the backstage and seeing all the animals ahead of time, and thinking that was so awesome. Um, and then when they did the show, it was great. But uh, yeah, I went. I think my aunt took my brother and I. I might. I was no older than eight years old, and it That's was so amazing. Cool. When did they shut that thing down? Two thousand seventeen. Oh, not that long ago. Not long ago, no. Oh man. I, you know, I, I think back to that, like, from, like, an adult perspective. And, like, being the guy who came up with the idea of a fucking circus. Yeah. You're both, like, a disgusting, like, capitalist, like, worst worst version of, like, a like a capitalist, like, bigwig dude. And, like, a crazy, wonderful genius. Yeah. At the same time. I, I mean, in this How movie- do you come up with that fucking idea? In this movie, um, <laughs> they really want to embrace the the greatness of being unique, but I want to know the real history behind it. I Do mean, it, at the end of the day, to a degree, like a circus, you're exploiting people for right, money, right? And, and animals, animals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it started out as freaks, though. It started out as the bearded, right? Lady, it was like a freak show, twins, a freak the, show, and animals. Yeah. And but at the same time, in order to to be able to like mass produce this show and like come up with this idea to i don't know with he probably didn't invent the freak show right he just took it on the road i don't know i think he might have invented it to be honest with you how long I, ago was it oh god 100 years ago yeah right 18 1830s maybe 200 years 1860s talk to me nico uh, let's see with the history of the freak show, according to Wikipedia, it looks like, yeah, P.T. Barnum was considered the father of modern day advertising and one of the most famous showmen slash managers of the freak show industry. Uh, he was the major figure in popularizing the entertainment. He died pop- in 1829. P.T. Oh, no. Barnum died in 91, in- 1891. Sorry, 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 sorry. That's still a long ass time yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> I would have guessed like maybe 1935. He, I'm just trying to find when he did the circus in 1870. <laughs> that dude lived through the Civil War and yep. died before World War One. Yep. <laughs> he like died before baseball. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. So mm-hmm. I really want to know, was he exploiting these people or did he embrace the uniqueness of them? I think it's a little bit of both. I yeah. think. For- yeah. 
Right. From, from from a lens of today, we would say it's exploitation. Oh, yeah. But like back then, what were those people doing otherwise? Yeah. He got. Yeah. Uh, we we talked about this when we did the Terror of Tiny Town and what we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, like it was the first movie featuring like an all midget cast, right? Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Today, it seems incredibly offensive, and to a degree, it was probably incredibly offensive when it came out as well, but at the same time, like, it gave those people a platform, and it gave them a job, and it let them sort of express themselves and their uniqueness without having to tiptoe around it, I guess. So, here's how much money this guy had. Uh, In 1850, he got... uh, uh, He became aware of is what i'm reading here on wikipedia uh jenny lind she was called the swedish swedish nightingale and so he set up a european and american tour for 150 nights and paid her a thousand dollars a night in 1850 (laughs) that is a shit ton of money that's a lot of money wow that's like elvis money uh it would have it was about Equivalent, well, five hundred thousand dollars then is five fifteen point three million dollars now. Uh, so so it's thirty uh, times essentially. Five and well, so it would be thirty. She made she made a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. The year for the year for the hundred and fifty nights. Right, and so what does that equal? And so there's there's a conversion here of five hundred thousand that P.T. Barnum made was worth fifteen million today. And how much was she paid? A thousand a night. A thousand a night for one hundred and fifty nights. So one hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars times it's thirty. That's the conversion rate. Yeah, it's about thirty. Okay, sure. I just right? did the. I just did so it. So it's 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 four point five million. Okay, it's a lot of money. Does that's that math? That's a lot of yeah. money. That's a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. For for that. Yeah. For yeah. that type of performance. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Like, I've always been in the camp of, like, you know, they're, they're not being exploited. They're just using their natural, like, talent. Or yeah. Gift. Well. Like it's, it's no different than, like, a model. Like, a model is being exploited for their beauty in the same way that they're being exploited for their differences, you know? It's still, to a degree, exploitation. I mean, if they're not in on it, I think that's that's the only difference. Yeah, like, sure. If, if if you are like either mentally unwell or like you're unaware of the fact that people are laughing at you or marveling at you, I think that you can say that that's exploitative. But like, if the acts understand what's being asked of them and like also what people are going to the show for, I don't know. Like, I think there's paid. also there's also you have to take into consideration like what are their options. That's true. Like they don't have the option to they, they either have the option to not be involved and not make money or be involved and make money. And, and know, I'm sure that movie is some revisionist history oh, too. Yeah. About oh, like sure. it's not like, oh yeah, you know, we're just accepting bearded ladies for who they are. Here's there was a little person called General Tom Thumb, the smallest person that ever walked alone. Uh, who was then four years old, but stated to be 11. With heavy coaching and natural talent, the boy was taught to imitate, imitate people from Hercules to Napoleon. He was drinking wine by the age of five and smoking cigars by the age of seven for the public's amusement. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's exploitation right yep. there. Yep. What a boss, though. Yep. <laughs> they were teaching a four-year-old to smoke cigars. <laughs> seven, and he was the coolest he was seven. fucking kid on the playground. Don't yeah, lie. He died at 13. 
pain of lung cancer. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, in 1842, Barnum introduced his first major hoax, a creature with the body of a monkey and the tail of a fish known as the Fiji mermaid. <laughs> he leased it from a fellow museum owner of Bo- in Boston who became his friend, confidant, and collaborator. Barnum justified his hoaxes by saying they were advertisements to draw attention to the museum. I don't believe I'm duping the public, he says, but I believe I'm the in first attracting and then pleasing them. So. Yeah, I buy that. Yeah. No, that's 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 like explicitly bait and switch. Yeah. Like like I'm baiting them with one thing and then giving them something else. But I think they're happy with yeah, it. They're, I mean, they're I don't fine know. Like it. you're not actually pulling a rabbit out of a hat at a magic show. Yeah. yeah. But bait and switch is a fucking crime. You can go to prison. Not for in 1842. <laughs> no, not in 1842. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not actually like 80 mermaid, years ago. A hundred and eighty years ago. <laughs> I'm not actually giving them the cure for cancer, but I think they'll like the drink. Yeah. <laughs> I think the stakes are a little lower. <laughs> um, yeah, he was probably a shitty guy. Probably. Also, like, yeah, created an entire industry. I, I'm both like, well, you know, those types of people, they're always complicated. Like, so anybody who does anything worth talking about a hundred years later. It's going to be somewhat of a shitty person. Anybody who was alive 150 years ago, really. I mean, when it comes down to it. But, like, even, like, every single person who's probably ever been uh, a world leader, Mm. they got some skeletons in their closet. No doubt. Everybody. Like, these people are complicated. Like, Winston Churchill is a great example of one of those people that, like, half the people out there, like, love him. And the other half think he's, like, the worst person ever. You know? Got to cancel Churchill. Gotta rip those statues down. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I don't have an opinion, honestly. <laughs> I don't really know much about British history. Yeah, me neither. I don't. I don't give a shit. Rip down every statue. I don't care. I say everybody's. Everybody's complicated. You know, there's no saints out there. Yeah, except for that fucker, Doctor Seuss. That guy's just an asshole. Yeah. I kind of want to talk about this. Why? I just can't believe it. <laughs> it blows my mind. <laughs> what, Doctor Seuss or Mister Potato Head? Because I think Why Mr. Potato Head bothers the- me more. Why are we getting upset? They didn't about actually this shit. change the Mr. Potato Head thing, though. That's been a little. That that's kind of misleading how they're framing that story. Well, they're calling it Potato Head. They've taken it's out the Mister. Just just the brand, but there is still a Mister and Mrs. Potato Head. Okay. So all all the so before it was the brand was Mr. Potato Head Toys, and Mrs. Potato Head was a subsection. All they did is change the name of the company or the name of the brand. And you can still buy a Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. They're not, like, changing that. I mean, it's just, like, little semantic. Things. Yeah. It's actually, it, it, it's, but, you know, the the way the media. I've actually it. seen this Dr. Seuss thing coming for a while, though, because there were some rumblings about three or four years ago about him being a, a adulterer and uh, cheating on his wife with cancer and waiting for her to die so he could move on to the next woman. Uh. Didn't really come across in the Lorax, though. I no, no, it sure didn't. <laughs> that explains the hot mistress and cat in the hat comes yeah. back. <laughs> um, I fucked her I, mouth. I fucked her ass. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked I f- her even <laughs> wherever she'd let me pass. <laughs> I fucked her first. You fucked her last. <laughs> 
<laughs> Would you fuck her with a cast? <laughs> I hope this bitch dies so she's in my past. <laughs> Congrats. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Good riddance. It's just fucking crazy, it man. Is. I just want to know one thing. Who are these people on Twitter trying to cancel Dr. Seuss? And have I met them before? Yeah. Because apparently they're out there, but like, I cannot conceive of somebody going on Twitter getting mad about the, the stereotypes in that Dr. Seuss book. Yeah. It's, it's not even like... Here's the thing. It's not even whether or not there's something problematic in Dr. Seuss. For me, it's just a matter of, like, aren't there more important things going on? Don't you have jobs? <laughs> like, I'm unemployed. I don't even do that. Like, I've got other <laughs> things going on. I'm, you're too busy. Yeah, do you, you do something. Go live. Go out and live. Like, who are these people all day? It's like, that's all they do is they it's, get angry at things. It, it's that we love tearing people down. It's just rage. It's outrage. People love outrage, oh, dude. It's, people are I, so addicted fucking, to being outraged. And I, I, a kid and I wanted green eggs and ham. All right. I, is that like, am I a bad okay, person listen. because I wanted green eggs and ham? <laughs> I get it. I get it. And sometimes being angry is fun. It's really fun being the victim and being angry. That's yeah. cool. But where do you find the time? Yeah. Where do you find the time all day to be doing this? These people are there with their anonymous accounts all day long, and they're just tweeting at people. And, these and they're are, just being like, you know, this is very problematic. We need to, uh, like... I like, hate and sure, the word problematic. problematic add a forward to the book. Don't add a forward to the book. Don't Fine. use the word problematic. I hate that word. It's Whatever. Problematic. I don't even care if you want to get rid of the book. I know, like, it was, like, the... It, the um, it was the Dr. Seuss estate, the Theodore Geisel estate that decided to take those books. And out they of have the right to do that, right? Yeah, whatever. Like, do whatever. I just want to know the people that started this whole thing. Like, what else are you doing with your life? Because I really, I don't know anyone like this. And I have I, no job. I assume they're out there. I know they're very loud, but what? I have no job. I have no life. I let other <laughs> men fuck my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I just like I I I don't know if the, they are real people. There maybe there's only ten of them, and they're in a room somewhere, and they have a million different burner accounts. But it sounds like there's more than just ten of them. Yeah, it's I live just, in a blue state. I've never met anybody like this. So like that's why I mean like but everybody's have. like, oh, the libs have gone out of control. It's like I know plenty of liberals, and none of them do this. You don't yeah, so know where these people. You don't know where this is coming from. It's just crazy to me. Who these people that's all they do all day is was, they like they they try to but, own Ru rudy giuliani it's like rudy giuliani isn't reading his app mentions but but these it's not the same people it's this group getting upset at rudy giuliani it's this group getting upset at mr potato head it's this group getting upset at dr seuss and we lump them all together but they all have one thing in common they have a lot of time yeah no i agree there <laughs> 
Where but, are they getting the time? But look at the people that accosted us over Michael Jackson. Them Where too. Where do they have the time? Yeah. Like, they were sending me so much literature on yeah. the topic. Like, yeah. they have clearly spent, and God bless them, man, <laughs> hundreds of thousands of hours pouring through court documents yeah. and old news reports, <laughs> you know, trying to correct the record and, and, on Michael Jackson. But I think I think that also gives us a little insight, is, <sighs> is they are pouring over this information to find the little bit that supports their case. And I think it's the same thing for Dr. Seuss. They they pour over tons of good, good, great things that he's done to find the couple of bad things that support their cause. But to what end, though? To it's take like people for- down. It, it's, it's a matter of being outraged, upset, angry. It's an addiction to anger. And, and, to being and, right? Is that what it is? To being right, yes. It, Even it, though no one gives a shit about whether no. or not you're right? No, no like, one cares. Literally no real person cares about these obscure Dr. Seuss books. The four books, by the way, that got canceled, or six or whatever, I hadn't heard of any of them. No, I hadn't either. It wasn't like Green Eggs and Ham getting canceled. No. <laughs> you know? Uh, it wasn't thing one and thing two that were getting canceled. It, 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 it's like these random ass books that no one's read in like a hundred you know, years. I, I don't care about most of these issues that much, but like for me, books getting canceled, like it just it just reminds me of like book burning. Yeah. Yes. And, that, and it freaks me out. Yes. And I don't like it. Right. And there was this one lady from I think it was like the New York Public Library or something. And she mm-hmm. came out and she's like, uh, we don't ban books. And we're yes. not going to. Yeah. And I was like, like, I want to donate so much money to libraries again. Yeah. <laughs> like I, this, I, th- I've never been so excited about a public library. I mean, I'm I have not, so much respect. I'm not thrilled about the N word being in a word, a book like uh, Huck Finn, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's a photo of time. It, yeah, it, I mean, it, that's also satirical though. Like a lot of that stuff, it's not like. Sure, but like angry, sort of like open white supremacy. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. But it's the fact that the word is used is a photograph of time. It's a capture of time. Yeah, and also, but the context matters there too. Sure, how the word is being used in the book. There's absolutely like there. There are plenty of like anti-racism books that use the n-word as a way of illustrating white supremacy. Right, like. You know, if a bad guy uses the N word in a movie, like no one's going to call the movie racist. And so there's, you know, it just because the word was used. And I think no. like Huck Finn, there is like it, there's a little more nuance to that. For sure. But Huck Finn has been edited and kicked out of schools and everything right. for that word. No, I remember when we were in like high school, they would do like banned book month. Yeah. And it'd be like, here are all the books that you used to not be able to read and now read them. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. It's like Fahrenheit 451. Right. Shit. Yeah, it, it is kind of, it's freaky. It's definitely freaky. But again, like, who cares? Yeah. It's like, really, who cares? There's nobody that actually cares. Yeah. I've not met anybody. Maybe I'm living in a bubble. Maybe I just, like, go hang out with <sighs> But you don't know if you haven't met people. anybody. You don't know if you haven't. I guess not. They're all anonymous. Yeah. They sat behind a screen and... and- just like we sit behind a microphone <laughs> right? and just throw everything out there. And some, for some reason, people think our Dr. Seuss rhymes are funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's a uh, slippery slope for sure. Slippery slope. I, I just like, 
I, I think there's a difference between outright like destroying or removing a book versus like altering it or adding context. Mm-hmm. You know, I, right. I just think there's a difference. Like I'm going to, I'm going to give an example. This is a pretty wild thing, but uh, have you heard of Agatha Christie? Uh, yes, yes. I, I have. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So she is like one of the, the most. Petra. She, she, she is, was in she these is... last episodes of uh, WandaVision. That's is right. she? It was Agatha all along. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> no, she is the best-selling author of all time behind Shakespeare and behind the Bible. I was going to say, yeah, I think, yeah. But right. like, I think Shakespeare, Shakespeare is God, not really, I think, has outpaced the thing. Shakespeare's <laughs> not really, Christian sales. But no, but think about it. Shakespeare's not really an author. He's a playwright. Right. And the Bible is the Bible. So really, she is the best-selling author of all time, if you think about it that way. Um, yeah, she has sure. a, a book called And Then There Were None. Right. This book originally had two different titles. It originally had a title called Ten Little N-Word. Right. Very bad. Yep. Uh, they deemed it unpublishable in the U.S., so that in order to fix it, they called it Ten Little Indians. <laughs> and then time passed. Yep. And they realized, oh, that's also bad. Right. And so now it's called And Then There Were None. Yeah. It's a good title, and, though. And then we're... Then, the, 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 it's a great yeah. title. And, uh, but this book has been altered and there's like a little bit of like a song in it. It's like the 10 little Indians, whatever, something happens. And then, it, and then there were nine and then there were eight and I, then there were none. Is this where and the, is this where the 10 little monkeys jumping on the bed song kind of, come from? Okay. Probably might be, might be related. Um, but it's, you know, she writes murder mysteries. So the idea is that there were 10 of them and then there were none over time. They all get killed ah. off one by one. She, she's the original, original murder mystery writer. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, Murder on the Orient Express is an Agatha Christie thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the idea the of being right? in a ha- the idea of being in a haunted house and people getting picked off one by one like she invented that trope. Good sure. for her. The who done it essentially? Right. Yeah. Right. If you invent a trope, uh, hands up to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, in this example, like rather than just like getting rid of this book completely like they've altered it and added context yeah and i just i i feel like if you can do that with this title like you can fix dr seuss yeah. he's not hurting anybody but, but yeah. i do think that um that illustration is it it actually demonstrates the problem perfectly at, at first this was an offensive term that we realized was offensive and so we replaced it with a term that we no longer thought was offensive and it turned out that phrase sure was offensive several decades later and that's what's going to happen to the art now is what, you know, these Twitter warriors don't realize is that in 100 years, they're going to be looking back at our tweets or our movies or our books that we consider woke now. And they're going to be corrected as well yeah. or maybe canceled in 100 years or just expunged or censored. And you're, you're right. Like you can do this. The goalposts are continually moving uh, in the name of progress and in, in the name of social justice. And so, yeah, you can't just erase all of history. You're going to have nothing left. Um, so, it's totally yeah. okay to look back at things and say, hey, there were issues with this. But like, and we should expect that too. You can't ignore them. I don't know. I just feel like that's, it's kind of like, it, you know, you have, you have shit to do. You have all these chores piling up and you just ignore them. Like, that's childish. Like, yeah. do your fucking homework, you know? Right. Right. It's just, yeah. We go oh through all God. of this, and "Wet Ass Pussy" is the song of the year. 
I saw that meme. I think that's a little bit of a ad hominem attack. I mean, come on now. <laughs> it's a great tune. There's some ho- don't don't besmirch the name of wet ass pussy. It's a bad song. Some ho- don't lump out those two in together. I won't allow it. There's some hose in this house. I won't allow it. There's some hose in this house. Fire tune. Quana loves it too. I would imagine so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys heard of these non-fungible tokens? These yes. NFT things that yes. are taking off? What are you talking about? I've bought like five of them. No, you haven't. I'm kidding. I okay. I, I own a Monet, but it's digital. <laughs> it's digital. So these are, it's crypto art. It, it's it's a token to prove that you have a one-of-a-kind technological like video clip the big thing right now are highlight nba highlights NBA highlights yes. yep nba highlights you purchase them and the blockchain can prove that you are the only person to own it right non-fungible token it, it's so is essentially this like a counterfeit measure huh is this a counterfeit measure to to fight it, it's essentially giving uh crypto bros their own artwork yeah essentially what it is it's It's, like it's creating a scarcity yes and it's it's just like another asset it's like okay rather than buying actual da vinci's like or you know renoir's like you can just buy a digital one and this has become a thing now artists will create an nft yeah and it will go up for auction and some of these things are selling for like two hundred thousand dollars six point six million this one 10 minute video clip went for six point six million well there you go or one and minute it, video i don't know yeah, what it, it was it's assigning value to these yeah to these digital assets essentially and yeah nba highlights that that's a big thing i think yep. one sold for like two hundred thousand dollars that could be that was the record of just like i a don't 10 get it highlight. this is we've gone too meta <laughs> We've well, broken reality. I think it's a. I think it's a fad as well. For the record, I actually you can't don't break this. reality this way. I yeah. think. I think we're getting to a point where there is no rare items anymore. There's no like one Mona Lisa. There's no one. But there is though. There's a Mona Lisa. There is, but we're not creating anything new that's scarce. Sure, there is. There's still artwork. Art is still dealt. Art is still dealt, but it's not easily attainable by somebody sure sitting is. in their mom's basement. Okay, fair enough. Yes, it is not. It is not available to people that don't go to art auctions. Right. Like I just but don't think that's was. like a void that needs. It never Nico, was. That's, no, that's just not a void that needs to be filled, in my opinion. Like we it have never paintings. Was. What? It never was. Like. 200 years ago, the average person didn't own a fucking painting, and now people still don't own a fucking painting. Like, right. yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. Nobody's going to own an NFT. <laughs> like, I just don't see why this has to be digital. Like, we're using fake money to buy fake art to assign fake value. I mean, it is real art. It is real art. So but it's, it's real digital. Art. I mean, yeah, it's, it's you digital. can't touch it, but yeah. it's real art. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But no, I mean can... it is. It's a it's a guy that actually paints something digitally or whatever and puts it up for auction. Yeah. Okay. And no one else can get to it, right? Right. And so, like, nobody can see it. Uh, I that I don't know. Yeah, nobody I, can access it except for you. Well, I mean, I guess people could access a photo, but I mean, you could also access a photo of the Mona Lisa. The blockchain you? is going to prove well, that you are the owner. Me, what's stopping me from putting up a photo of the Mona Lisa in my home? 
Nothing. Nothing. Okay. But you don't have the Mona Lisa, and you can't sell that for billions of dollars. Yeah, you don't have the original Mona Lisa. But the Mona Lisa is not worth what it's worth. I don't get it. I never understand our value. (laughs) This is a topic for Michaela. I'm too... Yeah, I, I, I happen to think that this is a passing phase, by the this way. Sounds really I, I, I dumb. happen to think that, that like the crypto bros are just like I think NFTs are here to stay, but we're not gonna see this is this these outrageous prices are not gonna be around. Yeah. If it's just used to like prove that you're the only person who owns something in some sort of counterfeit measure, like I could see it being useful. But, but you, even then, doesn't the, block, own anything. doesn't the blockchain already do that? Like, it already proves that you're the one who made the purchase. Yeah, yes. but I mean, there, anybody could get Bitcoin, though. Not everybody could get this one NBA clip of Damon Lillard hitting a <laughs> three-point cares? shot. Yeah. Who fucking cares? <laughs> even though you could just go to YouTube and get that clip. Right, I don't get it. It's just assigning a value to a thing that you get to have. I mean, it's like sports cards. It's the same thing. Like, sports cards is a really thing, big thing now because, like... The Asian market is all in on basketball, so they're like it's become a big international thing. And if you followed like the price of sports cards recently, they've all sort of shot shot up. But it's same thing. Like if I have a LeBron James rookie card and LeBron wins the NBA championship this year, the value of that card is going to go up. the The piece of paper is not changed; it's the same piece of paper, but because it corresponds with that person's actual performance. You know, you you're you're you own a you have a stake. Essentially, getting a a basketball card now is like owning a stock in a player, right? And that's essentially what these clips are now, I guess. Um, but it's it's not the same thing as having a piece of artwork. Like if somebody actually paints something, and you know each brushstroke is visible by you because you are, have the thing hanging in your office, right? I just I think that the ownership of that asset is a little different from a digital asset. I think, I think at least, which is why I, I, think I also don't bad. understand I just, I just, how owning something digitally can be you own be, being the only person who owns it because it's digital. You just copy it and everyone else can have it too. Right. There's no unique aspect to you owning it. Yeah. Um, right. That, that, yeah, that I, that I don't, that's I why understand. I just like, think it's a void that's why that piracy and torrents like are popular. Right. Because the digital version is you just copy it. <laughs> sure. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. I'm so lost. Yeah, it's it's uh what the fuck thing. is this? NFP? NFT. 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 A non fungible token. Oh my god. Hmm. I hate crypto, dude. I hate this shit. Yeah. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. We're going to the moon, Nick, though. <laughs> Diamond fists. Oh, man. The government is going to fuck you so hard one day. I'm afraid. I'm no. afraid of Janet They're Yellen. fuck no. you so hard. I am I am very afraid of Janet Yellen. Oh, my God. They're going to tax the shit out of you. But we're holding. <laughs> holding. You can't tax something that hasn't been sold. That's right. We're holding this shit, baby. But Rob and I are both in pretty deep in Bitcoin yeah, right now. We are. <laughs> I don't want to deep fucking deep. Don't want to talk about it. No, I definitely don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm just waking up and it's like, oh, a zero has been subtracted from my net worth today. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Buy gold, bury it in your backyard. <laughs> that's the only thing to do. Talk about like a non-fungible pirate. assets. Yeah, that's like a, a pirate. 
get a chest, dig a hole, <laughs> mark uh, it with an X. Sorry, guys. I'm currently bidding on a Steph Curry uh, free throw right now. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> yeah, what is this shit? Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty crazy. What a world. What a world. That's about exactly what I was going to say. This is why young people are poor. <laughs> They're buying <laughs> yeah. NFTs and shit. Hey, we're getting we're getting back at the man. Yeah. All okay. Right? You ain't sending me my check. Fine. I'll it's coming. Short, I'll just mess up your GameStop short. I think the check's coming. Yeah, fourteen hundred. I was promised two thousand, but yeah, you well, already got that. Oh, remember? Why, so, then why, that. so then, why aren't they promoting this as we're going to send you a check for thirty two hundred dollars? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they should. They should. <laughs> but you're only getting fourteen hundred. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand how two checks four months apart somehow counts as one two thousand yeah. dollar check. I don't get it, Fuck. but I'm just asking questions. <laughs> Is it just me or does nobody like Joe Biden? It's not. It just feels you. like everybody hates him. It's not just you. It feels like everybody hates him. Well, like because, the left and the right both hate him because gas prices are skyrocketing. Yeah, food prices are skyrocketing. I I have never seen such universal rejection of one politician. Oh before. please! Of where, where have you been the last rejection. four years? Jesus Christ. No, the, but I definitely knew a lot of like hardcore Trump people that remained hardcore Trump Not people. Yeah, true. Okay. I don't know a single hardcore Biden person. And I know more people that voted for Biden than didn't. Yeah. I don't think anybody, again, a vote for Biden wasn't really a vote for Biden. It was a right. vote against the other guy. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's mad. It's like, where's my check, Joe? Yeah. Where's my fucking check? I love well, how he ex- has press. They weren't expecting to lose so many seats. No. That's, I guess that's true. I love how I mean they gained they gained in the Senate so worked out for them but they they lost in the House and I don't think they were expecting that so I love how they still got the majority pass the fucking check what's the problem (laughs) pass the check yeah just passed today didn't it just pass it it passed in the House a couple days ago right it didn't pass in the Senate no and some and some Democrats are threatening to not vote for it who Manchin yeah I think so or maybe it was in the House that they well no 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 because the moderates got to them and and sliced down that you can only get it if you make eighty thousand a year. Any, less than eighty. 000. Yeah, less than eighty thousand. <sighs> so the moderates of the of the wing got that. Where's my fucking money, Joe? Yeah. Where's my fucking money? I have some NFTs to buy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got some more Bitcoin to buy. Buy, have, buy the dip. <laughs> I have caught in a bidding war for Starry Starry Night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So there was a they were they voted today to proceed to debate the plan. Ah. And it was a fifty fifty tie. So Kamala Harris broke the tie oh, and voted good to for continue. Her. Good for her. More then, arguing. About okay. It. So I heard the greatest conspiracy theory today. I'm so oh, glad no. you brought up Kamala. Oh, no. oh boy! <laughs> I can't wait to get in trouble. <laughs> no, this is not. This is not like love, illegal. This is my favorite segment. Segment number five. Segment when, number five. When Rob gets us in trouble, <laughs> where we let shit fly. Extra show. No, no, no. So, hardcore Trump supporter today is telling me that Trump is going to run uh, for. Oh house. my god! I heard, I this, heard this shit. Okay. I heard this shit. Steve Bannon said this. Yes. yes. Run for house in his district from Florida. 
right then hopefully have enough for uh to you know have for the republics republicans to control the house make <laughs> trump speaker of the house and mm-hmm. then he proceeds to eject uh joe biden and kamala becoming the president of the united states again right which is the most house of cards shit isn't that heard. the nuttiest thing you've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> That is I underwood. would believe that aliens are going to abduct me before I would believe any of that would happen. <laughs> I know, but this person legitimately believed it. That's this was something Steve Bannon floated, and I'm like, Bro. you realize? Steve, do people realize that Steve Bannon has not had a job for like eight years? <laughs> like that guy is irrelevant. Why are we listening to him? Uh, the he motherfucker was just reemerged, got his pardon, and just slithered back into his cave. Seriously. Yeah, it's like it, Trump would actually have to work if he did that. You know? Right. Like that. That's the problem. Like Trump would actually have to do work. Yeah. And he wouldn't get to be president. No. He would be taking a demotion and he would actually have to work. Yeah. And those he's are two not going to take doing. a seat in the house. <laughs> Trump wants to golf, dude. Yeah. Just fucking he's golfing. Let him golf. I did hear this. Um, <laughs> Senator Ron Johnson uh, Republican is going to force the poor Senate clerk to read every single page of the bill. <laughs> 600 pages. He's going to oh, force the poor guy or gal. <laughs> He's going to force him to read the whole package. Oh, oh what a night. I, I would hate it. that job. I love it. I would hate that government job. That would suck. Can you imagine? You're just like. I just want to go home. They're yeah. like, nope, you're here for 12 hours. You got 12 hours of reading ahead of you, bub. Here you, here's a miniature glass of, or a miniature bottle of water. I'm also going to interrupt you every three minutes yeah. to interject something. Yeah. Politics is a nutty thing. It man. is. What a, a shitty thing. job. Yeah. I've been watching a Lincoln documentary on uh, CNN that's really fascinating and how. Project Lincoln? Yeah. Or Lincoln Project? No, 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 no. It's about Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Not those not cool those, cats. Not those kooks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Man, those guys, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a grift. Yeah. That's, no all, that's all we need to say. Those guys, huh? <laughs> Man. Just take, take your money and just harass some interns. <laughs> but I love how uh, you, you were just... Like, Lincoln was... A, pretty normal guy and one day he gets a fucking uh telegram saying hey why don't you come to new york city and make a speech by the way we think we want you to run for president someday what was he doing he was a uh, he went so he served in congress for a little while uh his term ended and he went home and was a lawyer for a few yeah. years uh, yeah, doing so was, his doing his lawyer, own practice and then, he was, uh, and then he was in congress and then he was, went back to being a lawyer i think yep and then, and then he, one day got kind of the call and was like, huh, guess I'm going to run for president. And then he was fighting a civil war. Yeah. <laughs> riding a horse into battle yeah. with a sword. <laughs> uh, no, it's a cool really interesting leaders story. didn't actually want to be in charge. Yeah. You know, I miss those days. Yeah. When it was just like, oh, can you fill in for a couple of years? Yeah, sure. Back then, it was like public service. You know, yeah. you didn't make you didn't make so much money. It was not glamorous, right? Not glamorous at all. Which is why we should only elect poor people. Yeah, because it's like you know, it, it, 
it it should not be like a lucrative thing. No. Like it should. I mean, obviously, I'm not the first person to say this, but it's like it should be like, oh, I got nothing else going on. Yeah. I guess I'll be president for four years. It shouldn't be someone with options. It should be someone with no options. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shouldn't be a guy that can just leave and get a deal with Fox News for 10 years. Nico and I listened to an entire podcast on the way to Nebraska to visit you, Rob. Mm hmm. Where they talked about the merits of a uh, random lottery system. Oh, you you guys were talking about this while you were here. Yeah, I don't it know was if we Malcolm were on Gladwell's the air. podcast. Yeah. yeah, and they tested it at like um, a high school, I think, for student president and student body. Mm. And it was just like the merits of just like completely just drawing out of a hat. Everybody wow. who's interested, put your name in the hat. Yeah, but we pick at random, and a bunch of kids who you know didn't have the charisma to win were suddenly thrust into the mm. the limelight, and Excellent. they did fine. Yeah. You know, well, they actually worked at it. They actually tried to do a good job at the job rather than doing right. a good job of getting elected again. Well, it also shows that, yeah, like being electable is not the same thing as being a good leader. No, no it's the complete opposite. No. Well, not always. Sometimes it could. They could go inside. No, but... so yeah, sometimes you have to. But yeah, 99 percent of the time they're actually contradictory pursuits because the, you know, having to campaign as you're governing actually hurts your governing. Sure. You know? Yeah. And there are so many people that are concerned with being likable and being popular rather than actually like enacting good policy. Good policy. Who needs that? <laughs> I only want bad policy. Exactly. <laughs> what are you saying, Rob? <laughs> All right. Should that do it for us? Yeah, I think I think so. That was abrupt. Wait, you gotta get to the toilet? <laughs> we might have to leave here shortly. <laughs> I I think it did good. I think you made it, yeah. you know, just one shit in two hours. Yeah. Not bad. Not I'm proud bad. of you. No, I've, I'm a lot better, but it's just time to get off this call. Before, before more Dr. Seuss rhymes come out. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the ones we did were bad enough. There's other worse ones popping into my head. So time, oh, no. time to go. It's TTG. DNR. <laughs> <laughs> It, by the way, that music reminds me. It's March. Oh, my God. Next week, we're doing a bracket. We need to figure out what that bracket okay. is. So go to Discord or Twitter or whatever. Let us know what our bracket should be. We need ideas. Yeah, we need Anything. ideas. Anything at all. Yeah. We're open. Brainstorm. No no bad ideas. There's no bad ideas. Just Maybe bad we could bracket their ideas if we get enough. Oh, my God. <laughs> there we, we could go. bracket their bracket ideas. Join the Discord. Link in the description.